All right. Hopefully you're not having trouble trying to sleep out there. It's midday. It's time to wake it up. Wait a minute. There we go. Yes, the little red whistle's making its appearance. Wait for it. Here comes a riff. Still I try. No rest for cross in my mind. On my own, here we go. Yes. Love it. Little brain drain here. Hey, 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 hey. We're going to fill that brain today. This is the experience known as the Unleashed Radio Hour. Again, at our new time, our new day of 1 p.m. here on, wait, wait for it, K-T-E-K. Ha! I could have tried to rhyme that if I tried to. It just happened. Hey, that's how we drop it like it's hot. That's how we flow here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. I am your host, Ron Klinger. It is always a pleasure. It is always an honor. And it is always, always a privilege to be on the airways with you today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there listening on the highways and the byways, look, look, we've got something for you today. But before I get to our topic for today, I want to dial you in. I want to talk about the fact that I want you out there on Facebook. I want you to follow along. Hey, I am streaming live, although you're like, where you at? I'm on my personal profile, so only my friends and those that are connected can see me. But hey, hey, very, 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 very soon, we're going to move over to the show site. I'm just trying to transition here. It's a new time, new day, same great show. Hey, we're going to talk about something that you may have never heard about before. It's called employee centricity. You want to learn more, hop out on Facebook, like the page Unleashed Radio Hour, and as always, follow along at Unleashed Radio hour.com. You hear the music, we're going to dance, run to a break. I don't run very fast, but we'll be right back after these messages. It's estimated that 9 out of 10 individual investors fight a losing battle against the big institutions. So what can you do about it? Hi, I'm Mary Beth Motisi, owner of Online Trading Academy here in Houston. Listen to Power Trading Hour to learn how the markets really work and how to think and act like the professionals. Call us at 281-820-8905 to register for our complimentary half-day class. Find out more at HoustonOTA.com and listen to Power Trading Hour. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on Business 1110 KTEK. Did you know that the average yearly repair bill for a car five years or older is more than $1,200? Having repair coverage for your car just makes sense, but the trick is not to overpay for it. With TOCO Warranty, you can get a highly rated vehicle protection plan, usually for less than a tank of gas per month. And now, we're offering a zero down payment program. To get a great car vehicle protection plan at a super low price, call TOCO Warranty at 1-800-269-3100. That's 1-800-269-3100. Terms and conditions apply. This is Business 1110. Yes, and every day we're hustling here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm your host, Ron Klinger. This is a production of Motivational Transitions. You can learn more by going to MotivationalTransitions.com. And this is the experience known as the Unleashed Radio Hour. Now, you're like, look, you may be dialing in for the very first time. Like, what, what, we're hustling, we're getting down. What, what is all of this about? What is the Unleashed Radio Hour? Well, listen, ladies and gentlemen, it is a call to service. I subscribe to the beliefs of servant leadership. I do this show because I'm here to help you unleash your career and business. How can I bring information, tools, resources to the airwaves that can help you unlock your potential, the potential of your people to lead in a different direction, to help your organization achieve and accomplish the goals and the mission and the vision that you've set going forward? Yes, this is the human factor radio show. This is about how do we help you unleash your career and business. And I, 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 I'm always excited about how do we help bring out the best of others. How do we create an environment? How do we create, oh, the magic buzzword, wait for it, the culture <coughs> is always the right word on this show about helping your organization and your business thrive. Now, listen, <laughs> people, hey, look, I, I teach classes. I teach a management leadership program. I got a keynote I'll give them tomorrow on a luncheon, and culture's going to come up oh, at no least than five times. So if, if you ever doubt, and if there's a pop quiz on this show, if you throw culture out, you're probably going to be right more than you're going to be wrong. But we're going to get into that here in just a second today. And again, I just want to lay the foundation of this. 
You know, there, there, there's so many t- great, great, great shows out there, whether TV or, or radio here in this particular program, being on the airwaves on the radio here on Business 1110 KTEK, that really get into different areas of what goes on in business. There are your resources as far as, hey, how do I invest accordingly? How do I manage my portfolio? Oh, I want to get into real estate investment and flipping a house. Or what? That's all great. If you came here wanting to hear that, this is the wrong show. This is a show that's going to specifically dial in, talk about the human capital, the people factor of your business, talk about your career, talk about what are some changes taking place? What are some things that are new that I need to know that, wait a minute, I didn't know about it. I want to go out on a limb and I want to task and I want to challenge you. I really want to know. I would love, love, love. Okay, I won't do that very often. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, Mike on the, on the, on the board said, thank you, don't do that very much. <laughs> I'll stay away from those high pitches because I know it sounds a little bit ridiculous. But listen, I, I want to go out there. Look, look, look. I'd love to have you in today's conversation. Please jump in. I, I, I'm going to throw something out there. I'm going to throw out that telephone number at 713-785-1817. That local number here in Houston, again, is 713-785-1817. If you're out there you want to call in toll-free, feel free to do so, 877-881-0271. Again, that's 877-881-0271. Those numbers can be also found out at UnleashRadioHour.com. In addition to the Motivational Transitions text line, you can send in a text line. I don't want to call in. That's okay. We're here for you. You can call. You can send a text, excuse me, if you don't want to call, to 281-892-1972. That text line, 281-892-1972. All of your standard text message rates may apply on that text, but we'll get it right up here in studio. Now listen, I'm putting it out there here, and I'm going to throw out two terms. Now if you follow along with the show, you already know what today's topic is all about. What if you don't? Well, it's a great opportunity to do so at UnleashedRadioHour.com. On Facebook, just search Unleashed Radio Hour. In case you're not getting the subliminal message, I want you to follow along with the show. I repeat, we are speaking to your eardrums. We want you to follow along and take action with the show. Hey, now look, here's where we're going to go with this. I'm going to throw out these terms, two words. And I'm going to bet the vast majority of you listening in today probably have not heard these terms together. It's called employee centricity. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, employee centricity. And you're like, hey, Ron, what's all that employee centricity about? Well, I'm glad that you asked because it is a shift. It is a dynamic that is taking place today in the workforce. And I've got, I've got data upon data to prove the point that your mama and your daddy's old workplace isn't the same today. It is changing. There is a significant push and drive on the employee side to find a place where they feel connected, valued, and engaged in the work that they do, that there's purpose in what takes place. And they go, well, Ron, what's new about that? Um, Gone are the days of bosses bossing, and gone are the days of, if you don't do the work, I'll find somebody that can because you just demotivated somebody instead of engaging them in a positive way. They're most likely going to tap out and check out and go someplace else, and they may even go to your competitor. Hmm, that would not be cool, would it? So what is this whole, you know, this whole thing about employee centricity? Now, we all can go out in the wonderful world that we live in. We all can go out to Google, and you can go pull it up. But here's the key thing that I want you to understand about employee centricity. It is going to be here to stay. All right. Employee centricity puts your employees at the center of some of your business decisions. Notice I said some. I did not say all. I've been preaching and teaching for years where everybody in a service economy, which is what we're in, ladies and gentlemen, in case you haven't figured that out, we're in a service-driven economy. We're not making as many widgets and wadgets and whatever gadgets and gadgets you would think of. We provide more than anything. We're in a knowledge-based economy that provides services, and that may be in the form of product, but there's more consulting that going out there than ever before. Huge, huge areas where we are in a service industry. Oh, and if you don't think about that, then um, let's see. Uh, what happens the next time that your air conditioning here in the greater metropolitan area of H-Town goes down? What you going to do? Are you going to, yeah, you have someone that needs to come out and conduct a service call to take care of your AC to get it back up and running. And I mean, I can go on and on and on and on forever, ever, forever. Okay, that's another, <laughs> we'll, we'll keep, keep the songs there. But here's the part that I want to try to talk about. You know, I, I, you can go out here, there's free plug, free plug. 
great magazine for those that are out in the HR world or managers who are leaders. It's called Talent Economy. And, and, and there's this trend, and it, it happened again. I just got my recent, recent edition for spring 2017 just the other day in the mail. It's called Talent Economy. But one of the things I want to, you to understand, and I need to hear loud and clear, and I talk about this. I put it on a tee last week, said we're going to come back this week and talk about it again, which is what we're doing. And something I need you to comprehend and understand about the following statement. Listen to it. Listen to it loud and clear from a perspective of you as an employee. And if you manage, lead, guide, grow, develop, and support anyone else, you as that manager, that leader, or that business owner, small business owner, entrepreneur. I want you to understand and listen and let the following sink in. Employees spend more time each day in their relationship with their employer brands than with any other business or brand in their lives. Now, I want that to resonate. I will read it one more time. Employees spend more time each day in their relationship with their employer brands than with any other business or brand in their lives. Now, I may take a slight objection to that and insert, as I did last week, Samsung and Apple. (laughs) Because our personal cell phone devices are constantly glued to our hands, all right? So we probably have a lot more contact with those on a day-to-day basis, but it holds true that where people choose to go to work, oh, wait a minute, yes, I did say choose. It is a choice because every single one of us wakes up every day and says, is the juice still worth the squeeze? Am I getting out of this what I need to get out of it? And that's what I have to have you understand and comprehend about this key, key do term that's popping up and it's going to pop up and it's going to be here to say, to say and to stay, <laughs> employee centricity employee centricity. Now, look, real quick, you can go up. Forbes actually has this out here. You know, they started quoting this back in 2015 where this is coming from. It's the relationships are inherently different. Different. The customer is, in effect, a guest in your house. But great service to these guests depends upon your employees and how well you treat them, how they're inspired, motivated, empowered, and how fully along developed they are in the roles that you have them in. You know, and again, I've been preaching and teaching. A lot of times people, and then back to that statement on this service economy. Well, our number one customer are our customers. That's who we take care of. They are our clients. They are our members. If you're in an area where it's membership running, I disagree, have disagreed for years. And here is the why. I'm not saying that your customers and your clients aren't important. Otherwise, you wouldn't be in business. But I'm here to tell you, and this is a fact that you can take to the bank. And there is data and research out here to prove this time and time again. I'm not just espousing, well, I am espousing my own personal belief and professional belief that your employees, your team members, those who deliver the goods, the products, and most importantly, the services that have contact with your client base and customers, those are the people you need to focus on. Those are the individuals. That's employee centricity. Now, why do I say that this is going to be here for some time? This employee centricity is a, 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 a spawn, if you will, off of the term customer centricity. Now, I know about the customer centricity world because I spent some time out there uh, working for a big box company selling computers, and it was customer, 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 customer. Do everything we can to take care of the customer, customer, and the centricity, even to the point where we understood different segments of the customer base that would come into our store. Asked about about better approach and build the relationship. Yes, it's been around for a long time. You don't have customers, you won't stay in business. If there aren't people to buy your products, goods, or services, You will not stay in business. It's a fact. You can't deny it. You may have all the want, all the wish, all the power, all the positive juju juice you could drink. But if you don't deliver good quality, customer-centric service to take care of... Oh, wait a minute. Time out. Just ask United. Ask United Airlines. If you go out, it is an absolute public relations nightmare that hasn't gotten any better... All right. If you don't think the service that drives the dollars, you're crazy and you're wrong. Now, one incident, one case, I get it. But that take it took a huge financial hit. I think it was in the billions that they lost in stock in the following 48 hours after the incident. Can your business afford that? Mine can't. I don't know about you. <laughs> so how do you get to that point where, where, where we drive the bus positively? How do we get to the point where we take care of our individuals, our internal number one customer, our team, our employees? 
Those that are in the front line, customer service reps, sales reps, whoever it is that interfaces directly with the client or the customer of what we do, how do we take care of them so when they come to work, man, they skip until Lou, my darling. They can't wait to get in. They love being at work. They are so positively engaged, you got to kick them out the door to send them home. You're like, wait a minute, that happens? Yes. In those organizations that are employee-centric, they put an emphasis on developing the total employee. That's what we're here to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen. That's that employee centricity that we're going to discuss. We're going to talk about where is this coming from? Why is it important that your organization thinks about this? And what can you do to become more employee centric? You hear the music? It's time to run to a break. We'll be right back on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Right up. This is Jason Bible with Right Path Radio. Look, if you're new to real estate or you're experienced and you just want a little help with wholesaling, flipping, rentals, you really need to get on the right path. So why should you listen to us? We take the confusion out of real estate investing. We make tailor-made plans just for you. Just like not every house is the same, so why should your investing plan be the same as every other investor? So listen to our show, Right Path Radio, weekdays, 9 a.m., right here on Business 1110 KTEK. Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches? And that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America. Attention managers, business owners, and human resources professionals. Do you struggle with positively engaging and developing your team? Hi, this is Ron Klinger, host of the Unleashed Radio Hour. For over a decade, I have been coaching and helping leaders just like you. From management and leadership training to individual coaching and support, I can help you address the everyday challenges you face in your business or organization. If you're looking for a partner to your success, call the man who can help you with your plan. You can reach me online at MotivationalTransitions.com or by phone at 832-746-9760. This is Business 1110. All right, we're back. We're rolling here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Again, you want to get in this conversation, love to hear from you. Your host, Ron Klinger, and the number you can call in, 713-785-1817. Again, locally here in Houston, 713-785-1817. Love to hear from you. The text line is open at 281-892-1972. Again, that number is 281-892-1972. Now, we've been putting this up here. I've talked about this. We're getting to this point. We're discussing you know, this issue of employee centricity. And I brought in the customer centricity perspective. It's just shifting the focus. It's absolutely just shifting that focus that, that an organization in their culture is either going to choose to make or not make. And then there's consequences of both actions to put their employees at the center of their business. I mean, here's the reality. Why do I bring this up? So I recently downloaded at the beginning of this month a report on the state of the American workplace. Now, I bring you information that's been vetted, where there's research, where there's surveys here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not bringing you alternative facts on the Unleashed Radio Hour. I do the research because, wait a minute, my name, my credibility, my integrity of the show matters to me. And one of the things that I'm going to put out there that's probably, and, and if you run a business or if you're a manager, a leader, a small business owner, you're a CEO, C-suite, this, this should just shake your boots. And what I mean by that, well, one, we're in Texas, so it's got to shake your boots. But the second part is when they do a report on the state of the American workplace, go out, you can get it for free from Gallup. Go out, search their website. But let me tell you, the front cover of their report is the most startling statistic that scares the ever-living Beatles, whatever you want to put out there. It scares the crap out of me. When you look across the landscape of the American workplace, according to Gallup in their most recent report, which is the state of the American workplace, only 33% of U.S. employees are engaged at work. 33%? A third? Are you kidding me? What could we do? I, 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 I'm the guy that lives in the land of what if. 
And I believe that's where innovation comes in, where problems get solved, where, where new solutions can be created. Would you tell me that one-third of the American workforce, according to Gallup, is engaged in the work they do? Well, what about the other two-thirds? Well, I'm glad you asked. They're either disengaged, meaning time to make the donuts. They just get up, do their work, go home. They, they don't care to offer any extra help. They just do what needs to be done. Or they're actively disengaged, meaning they're toxic, causing a problem for other people around them, or you, if you're the manager or leader to deal with. And nobody wants to be around them. Nobody wants to work on projects. Oh, newsflash. Your success today resides in your ability to A, build relationships, B, be an effective member of a team, and C, work collaboratively together and produce results. Hmm. If two-thirds of the people out there are in some level of disengagement, how easy do you think that is? How easy do you think that is? Now, that's where I go, uh-oh, we got a problem. Cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. Why? If a third, according to Gallup, of only a third of the American workforce is engaged, we have a problem. America, we have a problem, right? Versus, again, the world's best organizations they put out there, the world's best, the people that they're producing, is 70% level of engagement out of those high-performing companies. These are the things that drive me. These are the things, these are the mysteries. Oh, not, no, not the mystery of faith. You had that yesterday on Easter Sunday, all right? But the mysteries of what makes an organization thrive and succeed is it people, is the people. The people, the people, the people, the people, the people, the people, the people. No, and that's not all, folks. I'm going to keep talking about the people and the human capital factor on this show, which brings us back to employee centricity. How do we take two-thirds of our workforce and engage them? How do we make that move? How do we shift that? Well, that's the thing that I am driven by. That's why this whole theory and belief in employee centricity matters. Here's... It's a struggle. And if you think it's going to get any easier, ladies and gentlemen, now let's introduce to you the Burgo- the growing generational diversity in the workplace. Oh, wait a minute. What I mean by that? The millennials are already the largest generation now in the workplace. And in a few short years, they will be 75% of the workforce by 2025. Do I have your attention now? And no, millennials out there, don't get out your hankies and start crying a river because I said something about you. It's not bad. We got to understand where you come from. But listen, I will tell you straight up, an organization's ability to succeed going forward is going to be predicated on how well you engage the next generation that's coming in the workforce. And those are the millennials. That's a fact that you can take to the bank. I'll tell you more of the why when you come right back after these messages. If your car is no longer covered by a manufacturer's warranty, repairing it can break the bank. Rebuild, replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild, replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. A vehicle service contract just makes sense. And a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty makes the most sense. Many other companies hit you with a large down payment. With Toco, there's no down payment. And with Toco, you can pay as you go with affordable payments. Don't waste another minute. Pick up the phone and call Toco right now to start saving big money on expensive covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle. The monthly price for most plans? About the cost of a tank of gas per month. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-269-3100. That's 800-269-3100. 800 Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This is Business 1110. All right, we're back. We're rocking and rolling. Today we're talking about this whole thing about employee centricity, and I'm I'm putting that under the envelope or above the envelope, however you want. The umbrella is employee centricity. Within that is employee engagement. The key to driving employee engagement is having an employee-centric culture in your business. Now, if you're just checking in, you're just dialing in, this is the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm your host, Ron Klinger. Employee centricity is, is in an essence, putting an emphasis and a focus on the employee experience. And that's the piece that I want to talk about. I read a quote earlier from from Talent Management Magazine, now Talent Economy, and that's the big thing that is really starting to pop up. 
that's the big thing that really is starting to take place is that employees are looking for the wow experience. And that starts at the point of, oh, wait a minute. That starts at the point of recruiting and advertising for an open position. It's called talent management. That, that process of managing and facilitating that employee experience throughout that career cycle. And there's multiple things you're going to get into that. We're going to talk about how do you draft your team, because <laughs> next week is the NFL draft. So on Monday, I'm going to do my little flair with the draft perspective of what I see and the analogies to pro football, right? And in your business. But it's critical. It is crucial. And the more, I'm telling you, three three additions in a row. Uh, first, again, talent management, because that's what it was last fall, and it's shifted to talent economy. The spring edition that I've got is also talking about this. It's the cover issue. So when an article comes out in a magazine that focuses on your human capital, your talent economy, and I keep getting, I get this report that I talked about coming out out of Gallup that talks about, look, 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 and this is a very quick piece right? Very quick piece from the chairman and CEO of Gallup. And what he says in this one is, listen, listen, boomers out there, listen, folks out there, if you lead, guide, grow, develop, or support, listen to the following statement. The old ways, annual reviews, forced rankings, outdated competencies, no longer achieve the attended results. Hello. Hello. People want to be engaged and motivated to make contributions. A forced ranking system that's tied to my annual increase or my salary increase, what does that really do to help engage performance? And heaven forbid, don't even get me started in an across-the-board merit increase because you just disengaged your engaged individuals because you gave the disengaged employees an increase in pay. I hope you followed that because I'm not going to go back again. I may have a coronary here in studio. All right, it, it's it, it, in my domain and the HR friends that I've got. That's called spread the peanut butter across the organization. No, gosh darn it, it's time for business owners, managers, and leaders to develop a backbone and a spine, hold individuals accountable for their performance behaviors or deficiencies, and reward accordingly. And sometimes I say reward because you, you don't say this in HR circles. Maybe I need to provide you an opportunity to find a great job elsewhere. <laughs> and, of course, the boomers say, well, don't let the door hit you on the way out. You know, and it's, but look, you have to understand, times are a-changing. Times are changing. And the reality is organizations have to develop and look at what is the culture of my business how do what is the frame in the reference point of which I see my employees? Are they just a bunch of minions are gonna go out and get to work and I'm gonna bang my fist and tell them exactly what I think and you do this and you do that and you well good luck with that. Good luck with that. And it's kind of like a, it's like that pendulum swings all the way from old school theories and beliefs of management of do as I say and nary do you have any feedback or input in it otherwise, all the way over to complete holacracy. You like holacracy, right? Yes. It's where that autonomy and authority is distributed across an entire organization. Somewhere in the middle is a sweet spot, just like always, right? Do we give, it's kind of, do we give them all the power? Or do I keep all the power? Well, somewhere, CEOs, managers, leaders, my humble belief, you've got to find a happy ground in the middle. You have to find a happy medium. What I'm going to do is talk to you about how do you find that happy medium. I'm going to talk about how do you get to that set and really, truly uh, dance with your employees in a way that produces the music to your ears in the term of your profit and loss, in the term of being able to stay in business, your quarterly earnings. Yo, those things matter. I get it, but you don't get there without your people. I hope I'm getting through loud and clear today because I'm burning a lot of energy here. Hey, we're going to run to a break, we're going to dance to a break, and we're going to come back right after these messages. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Here's why. If you call right now and you're a new Dish subscriber, packages start at $19.99 a month for 12 months. That's right, $19.99 a month. Compare that to your cable bill, and the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD channels, free DVR to record your favorite shows, and free installation. You even get our free Dish Anywhere, so you can take your TV on the go, watching your favorite programs on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop anywhere in the world. I'll say it again, all for just $19.99 a month for 12 months. 
This is a limited time, 24-month offer you must qualify for, and it could change at any time. So call now. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. This is Business 1110. Oh, yeah. Dropping it hammer style. <laughs> I always, hey, I love it when it's a potpourri or my Forrest Gump don't know what Mike's going to give me because we're just going to get it. <laughs> but we can dance with just about anything when we come out here. Now, listen, ladies and gentlemen, you're dialed in. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour. I am your host, Ron Klinger. As I shared earlier, if you just dialed in with us, this is a production of Motivational Transitions, and you can always learn more at MotivationalTransitions.com. Listen, hey, I'd love to get your, hey, I want your input. Am I the only cuckoo for Cocoa Puff crazy man who wants to be an advocate for the employees out there that wants your business to succeed through your people? Hey, if you want to get in, please call 713-785-1817. That local number here in H-Town again is 713-785-1817. The text line, I ain't got no text, I ain't getting no love. Either ain't out there listening or you're too busy because the boss is just looking over you and you can't listen to the show. All right, but text in 281-892-1972. That text line again is 281-892-1972. Now, now listen. I went off today's show. We're really talking specifically about employee centricity. What is it? Where does it come from? And how can you work within that flow? Real quick recap once again. It's about how do you put your, your, your employees really at the center of what your actions and your efforts are? You know, and, and I want you to kind of, it's, it's, it's hard for people to look at our customers are our number one customer, our customer, our clients, our, our membership. No, it's your employees. I've said it. I, I, I preached it. I've been teaching it. I did it in a keynote years ago that I got to do for a local credit union. And I said, uh, what if I told you uh, your members were not your number one customer? And the CEO says, well, this better be good or you're not getting paid. <laughs> Here I am in front of 250 to 300 employees at this credit union. The CEO interrupts, says, better be good or you're not getting paid. Well, I got paid, so that means it was good. And what I said is, it's not your membership base. It's your own customer is the internal, your team, the person next to you doing the work that you do, finding a problem and solving it together. It's that focus that is employee centricity. It's putting your employees, their development, their growth, their career plan, their wishes, their wants. Now, I'm not saying pander. That's not my point. So I want to get to some of the, how do you drive this? How do you go down that route? And one of the things I'm going to highlight, just a couple points out of the report that I've talked about already on, on the state of the American workplace. Now, this comes out of Gallup. You can go out. It's a downloadable, freely downloadable report, state of American workplace. And again, I highlighted 33% of U.S. employees, of American employees, only 33% are engaged. What in tarnation does that mean to the other two-thirds? Well, they just show up for work. And that's part of where I'm going to highlight. And, and, and at the really top of this report, and it's 214 pages long. So I'm not going to get into it all, but I'm going to give you the real quick Cliff Notes version on, on really looking at what does all of this mean. So if there's that piece, so what they wound up doing is they interviewed close to 200,000 employees, right? And and of the 100 million they're applying out there to the full-time employees in the United States, again, one-third are engaged. They love their jobs. They, they, they make their organization, America, they, they do everything that they can in their communities. They're there. They're hopping. They're engaged positively, and they make it better every day. On the extreme other end are those that are actively disengaged that they estimate about 16%. All right, about 16%. These are the folks that are miserable in the workplace. They go around, and, and he, I call them the pigeons and the seagulls. I've shared it on the show before, but if you're listening for the first time here today at 1 o'clock, right? But I've shared this. They're the pigeons and seagulls. That's 16% because what do they do? They do nothing but going around squawking and pooping. That's what they do. Squawk, squawk, squawk. And they make a mess. And someone, that manager, that leader, that HR representative, that employee relations individual has to clean it up. Those folks need to find someplace else to roost because it's not in your business. I, it behooves you to manage them or manage them out. All right. And, and again, I'm not trying to be mean, but some people just got to get it, it is too legit to quit. And sometimes you got to go. 
because we're not quitting our efforts here and you're not contributing positively, so you don't fit. Time to roll. But then you have this other 51% of employees that are not engaged. They're not actually disengaged, so they're not really necessarily making problems, but they're not also engaged. They're just disengaged, and they're just there. They come in, do what they need to do, and that's okay, except that 16% can bring them down. So the key that you want to talk about is how do you work on building a culture in your workplace? And, and again, there's that buzzword, culture. It's going to keep popping up. And it's exactly part of this It's article. It's quick. It says, here's my short answer as to how to transform your workplace culture from the CEO of Gallup. Right? And, and a couple of things that I think are real critical. I'm not going to give you. He's got six different points. I'm going to give you the ones that I think really truly matter. And, 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 and this is what you have to understand. Number three here, switch from a culture of employee satisfaction, which only measures things like how much employers and workers like their perks and benefits, and go to a coaching, coaching culture. Why do you think the little red whistle is on this show every single day? Eh, with exceptions of when I forget it at home or in the car. <laughs> because that is the emphasis. That is, and I, I, I'm going to give an example. I had lunch with a good friend of mine talking about how I can come in and help in their, their, their organization with their team, some team building, build a solid foundation on their culture, develop their team, develop each individual in the team. And I'll be darned if we're not at a local restaurant that will remain nameless, that I do not witness. Yes, I do. I witness. And it was so hard not to pay attention. Young man comes in, and I heard this entire conversation. And I'm going to get to this here in my segment uh, that's about be positive, stop and start. All right. That's coming up here in just a moment. A brand new segment I'm, I've instituted here. But literally just reams out this young man and tells him how to what is and what is not and everything in between. And, and, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, here's an opportunity. Now, I, I caught what the young man was doing. He was walking through the restaurant on his cell phone never happens, right? They're not a great distraction of today's generation. For us all, whether it's behind the wheel, which hopefully doesn't happen often, but we've seen it. Texting kills lies. We know that, right? And But the point is, he's walking through the restaurant with his cell phone in his hand. And I can hear this conversation because it's not a one-to-one in the corner. It's literally like right there. What do you think you're doing? What You're walking through here. I told you before. Just reading the riot act to this young man. Here's a young guy who I, I, I'm going to guess he's probably 17, 18, maybe 19. He's under 20 for sure. And what I hear is, well, I wasn't supposed. Well, if you're not supposed to be here today, then what are you doing here? Well, I thought I'd come in and help. Are you on the clock? No. Then get out of here. I mean, time out. Whoa. Somebody's engaged enough that they come in and they want to help. They're there. They're not in on the clock. Now, I get the employee law side of the equation. But when we talk about coaching, I just wanted to go over and literally put my hands on the shoulders of the young manager, young manager, say, sir, could, would you be willing and open for some feedback on your management style? <laughs> now, I probably would have been told where to go, but that's what I felt like doing. And, and the coaching session that I would have engaged in. So tell me a little bit about what just transpired with that employee. See, coaching is about asking purposeful, targeted questions that promote learning and growth and development. No different than on the baseball field. I love, I, listen, I had baseball practice on Saturday, and I know it was a holiday, but we had got to do what you got to do. And I got so excited, me, I was coaching one of the young guys that's not played baseball before, and I just picked up two little key things that were kind of hitches in his swing and holy cow, I can't wait till we play tonight and see what that translates to performance. Two little teeny tiny things. Fix your feet, because everything starts with your feet in baseball and just about any sport. Unless, of course, you're in the water doing water polo or swimming and your feet still do launch. Anyway, long story short, it, it mattered. And then had his elbow high cocked up and set it down and just had it way up. And like, dude, just relax it. And boy, how did he knock the cover off of that baseball. Why do I bring that up? took a little teeny tiny feedback of coaching and support, positively influenced, positive seeds planted that get watered, that get nurtured. You have the situation where the young employee that I talked about here is there, not on the clock. You have a phenomenal coaching and learning opportunity, and all you did is begrade him and tear him apart. Now, what does that do in helping him perform better, helping him show up engaged? Not a gosh darn thing. 
I would have tried to coach it if at all possible. And that's what managers and leaders have to understand. You need to be good. I've said this before and I'll say it again and again. I know I'm on a new time. My belief in leadership is managers and leaders have to be good at two things. Really, really effective. All right. One, building your team. And there's a lot that goes into that bucket. And the second part is you've got to be an effective coach and facilitator. Because that coaching and facilitating is about 80% of what you're going to do after you build the team. Coaching for performance, coaching for better outcomes, facilitating change, lead. That's what it's about. But if you don't get it right and you don't, it's a philosophy. And that's what this is highlighting in this, this, this article. Switch from a culture of employee satisfaction to a culture on coaching. Managers and leaders need to be able to coach people for their performance. And if you don't, you're going to have problems. He could have simply said, hey, help me understand why you're here. How are we supposed to do this in the future? Have the employee give the responses. Don't dictate and predicate and, and micromanage and thumb down. Hey, we have an issue. We have a policy about your cell phone on the floor when you're working. So there were several things in place. But, man, what an, a lost opportunity that I witnessed. All right, I witnessed that lost opportunity. The other part of this, and, again, this is Jim Clifton, who's the chairman and CEO of Gallup. And this is one I think is huge. And yes, I just happened to pick two of the light items that really focus on culture. Change from a culture of paycheck to a culture of purpose. Now that's huge. When I say huge, huge. Like shouting from the mountain high, huge. Change from a culture of paycheck to a culture of purpose. And I'm going to run with that one here for the minute and a half that I got left until we run to the break. It's very simple. Most people don't want to just come to work and exchange their time for money for a paycheck. And I'm going to tell you, I don't care where you are, go out and you research. One of the huge driving forces of the millennials coming into the workplace is they want to have purpose in their work, a connection. Am I here to contribute something that's more than me? Am I a part of something that's making a difference? Is there social responsibility programs in our company? Are we giving back? Are we serving? Do we have an opportunity to give back by doing community service projects with my company? And some of you out there, baby boomers, are scratching your head thinking, what? This is work, man. Right, it is work. But work is defined differently. That's what managers and leaders have to comprehend and understand. Change the culture in your business from paycheck, I pay you to do this, to purpose. What's in it for you? Why are you here? What kind of work would you want to be doing now, two years from now? What gives you substance and meaning? Oh, wait a minute. We're going to develop relationships at work. We're going to better understand our employees in doing so? Hmm. Maybe that can help our engagement level rise from one-third engagement to two-thirds some level of disengagement. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to go to break. I'm going to rub my earlobes and say woo-saw several times. Ha! We're going to come back with a new segment. So I'm be positive. Start it and stop it when we come back right after these messages. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help, and your insurance may offer coverage. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-745-0363. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-745-0363. 800-745-0363. Attention managers, business owners, and human resources professionals. Do you struggle with positively engaging and developing your team? Hi, this is Ron Klinger, host of the Unleashed Radio Hour. For over a decade, I have been coaching and helping leaders just like you. From management and leadership training to individual coaching and support, I can help you address the everyday challenges you face in your business or organization. If you're looking for a partner to your success, call the man who can help you with your plan. You can reach me online at motivationaltransitions.com or by phone at 832-746-9760. This is Business 1110.
turning it down here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Hey, I'm excited to hear this song. You want to know why? Because on the way in, I got to hear the interviews. Some NFL players are back in their house here on Kirby. The Texans have returned, off-season stuff. That song always gets me jazzed for a little football. We'll get into that next week. Now, listen, this is a new segment I'm starting, and I'm still fumbling through the name. I may call it something different next week, but for now, I'm trying to go on the the, the be positive segment. All right, and the be positive segment I'm trying to hit is is the following. You know, I've hit on this engagement, disengagement, and so this relates to that topic. And we talked about that culture of a paycheck versus culture of of and, and of purpose. We've talked about how do we you know we get engaged. Well, let me tell you this: be positive. So one of the things I, I don't know if you're familiar with it's it's kind of a management philosophy, and 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 here's part of the key I want you to think about: how many of you have ever been a part? Oh, I don't know, a fireside chat, or heaven forbid they call it a coming to Jesus conversation. We're gonna have one. Okay, well, sometimes at time and place, just like tools for the job, there is a place where those may be warranted. One of the things I want to challenge managers and leaders out there is to understand the difference between the shotgun and the sniper approach. Now, the shotgun is going to be effective, right? It lets everybody know what they're capable of, and I'm reading this because I'm going to put this out on Facebook. You may knock down, but you're going to be a hit and miss. Now, the shotgun approach also means, well, there's some people that really need this, but I'm going to give it to everybody. I'm going to bring out a shotgun, and I'm going to pepper this message so everybody hears I'm in charge. Okay, great. What might be more effective on the be positive side of this segment is the sniper approach. Now, you've got someone or some people, small group of individuals, where something might be happening that's just not kosher, just not working. Now, hmm, engagement. Heaven forbid. You take that 33% of those that are engaged and put them in the room with everybody that's disengaged and you bring the shotgun approach, you just disengage your engaged individuals. But like, but that boss, supervisor, leader, that doesn't apply to me. I'm doing my job. Why am I getting lectured and, and shot at for something that I, I'm not doing or, or I'm doing well or whatever the case might be? One of the key things that here's what I want to highlight Shotgun approach has a tendency to disengage people. Sniper approach, now you're actually going to drive results because you're going to give the specific timely feedback to those that need it. It's a sniper approach. It's a one shot. It's not a peppering to get to everybody. So, folks, be positive out there if you're managed leading, whether it's in a community group, your business, you're a leader. Know the approach to get to the result. Be positive. Shoot it. Sniper it. Don't don't pepper it. Don't shotgun approach. Don't disengage the disengaged. The engaged. Because then you level everybody who's disengaged, and you won't be successful as a result. Hey, we got the music. We're going to run to a break. Going to close this up on this employee centricity. Talk about next week right after these messages. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 800-917-1386. 800-917-1386. That's 800-917-1386. This is Business 1110. Oh, how appropriate. Because there was 1.2 million that were out there this weekend watching April the Giraffe push it. Because <laughs> we've been waiting forever for her to give birth to a brand new little baby giraffe. And I didn't even follow up with the name is. <laughs> little something pepper. We're going to push it. Push it real good. Hey, we're pushing it real good here today. We're bringing the energy. We're bringing the focus of today on the employee you know, we did that new little segment, Be Positive. We're going to try to continue to do that. It may be a stop that, start that type of theme. 
But listen, hey, you got an idea? Management leadership. Hey, if you'd like your leaders to do more of something, hey, email me. Go out to Unleashed Radio Hour. Click on the contact us. can connect. Send me a message. Give me a, a text, 281-892-1972. Or, heaven forbid, follow along out on Facebook. Guess what I'm getting ready to post? I'm posting that photo on the shotgun and sniper approach. It's going to go out there. You can only get it out on Facebook, so you got to go like the page. Yes, you must go like the page, right? And I'm going to put it out there. And, you know... Listen, today we've been talking about employee centricity. In a nutshell, how can you become employee-centric where your business decisions are through creating a positive culture where people want to come to work, where they have complete and utter approval to bring the best of them each day, to solve problems, to be a part of the solution, that that it's not a thumb-down micromanagement, it's not a top-down approach, but a we are family. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You want to learn more about companies that are succeeding in this area? Yes. Well, then guess what? You're in luck. I'm currently in the process of getting into production. Our elite winners, I say our because I'm a board member for Houston's best and brightest companies to work for. This show is the business partner, and we're going to get our elite winners, those that we can get in studio here in the next month or so, to talk about their stories, to talk about the wonderful ways that they put employees at the front of their business. Because when employees feel valued and appreciated, they're going to want to work. Call it whatever you want to call it. I call it the right thing to do. I call it, hey, how can I help you achieve the results? Because, wait a minute, time out. Let's, 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 let's watch how this works. If a team of employees is successful, well, then whoever that leader is or that manager or that department, they're successful. And if they're successful, then the company's successful. Then whoever the stakeholders or stockholders, whoever it might be, depending on the kind, then they're successful. It makes sense. But why don't we do it? Hmm, because we're stuck in our old ways and we need to learn new ways, which is why I hope you will continue to come back and listen to the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm going to push the envelope. I'm going to stay ahead of the research. You know, Talent Economy talks about the new social contract. It is the cover article. Build an innovative culture. I mean, it's all throughout. So what is this social contract and building a new culture all about? It's putting the employees first. It's understanding the significance and the power of your employees. Everything from compensation, everything to management and how you manage the culture you create in your business. Your learning and development matches. And here's the thing that I kind of want to close with, right? I, today, there needs to be a plurality of means for getting work done. The old days of hiring someone to fill a job and training that person to continue to be productive based on a belief of steady, linear progression is long gone. Learners need to constantly assess the best way to get work done. And I'm here to tell you through the power of your people. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring this show to a close. Again, go out, like the show on Facebook, search Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm going to move the broadcast of Facebook Live over there here shortly. But as always, it is an honor, it is a privilege. Go out there, be blessed, and be a blessing to others. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Unleashed Radio Hour. And until next week, see ya!